to build and find a place to build and yeah it's it's like they just don't want to help you out all right and so i don't know what it's like here but a lot of places we go to it's a difficult thing but praise the lord that we do have a place amen, amen. okay we're not standing outside uh, we're not in the woods someplace hiding out we're not in somebody's basement we're not sneaking around and stuff and and uh so um god's good Amen. Amen. It's good. It's good. It's good to be back with you. And, uh, and you know, people say at my age, it's good to be any place. But anyway, okay. my wife can say that. It's not me. Okay. I don't need, she's a lot older than I am. But uh, she tells me what it's going to be like. All right. <laughs> Amen. Am I in trouble? I live that way. Like you. Yeah. 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 You're always in trouble too. <laughs> always. Amen. But, uh, so I'm kind of interesting. Uh, when I uh, spoke to your pastor here several weeks ago, he, he said, I want you to preach on a particular subject. And uh, so I, uh, I, I hope this will be a help to you, an encouragement to you, and, uh, and maybe, uh, maybe, maybe even a jolt, okay? And so I'll kind of forewarn you a little bit. But uh, I... Uh, my wife and I, we work with children, and so here we go, all right? Uh, so, you ready for the secret? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay, all right. And uh, we uh, turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 10, verse 42, uh, that text that was read just a few moments ago. There's an interesting word in there. I don't know if anybody caught it. There's just kind of, when I, when I, when I, when I was reading one day and, you know, I've read this uh, text many, 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 many times, but one day I was reading across there and I went, now that's odd. That's very odd. That's just real strange. It's the word cold. When that scripture was written, how did you come up with a cup of cold water? No refrigeration. Okay, you say, well, uh, you know, well, 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 maybe it was in the winter time. Okay, then that scripture then is only seasonal. Well, maybe, maybe that scripture was written up on a mountaintop someplace where the temperatures are cooler. Well, that would make it only geographical. But it says cold water. And that's what I want to look at this morning is that cup of cold water. How does that happen? So I don't think it was, I don't think that's a seasonal verse. If we look at Matthew chapter 9 uh, we, and, and 10, we find that uh, the Lord in his uh, public ministry, he's, he's dealing with individuals. Uh, he's dealing with some crowds. Uh, and with crowds and individuals doing some healing, some delivering of things. Then we find in verse 10, he's dealing with disciples. All right? And uh, he's, he's instructing them and he's commissioning them in, in chapter 10. And then just kind of out of the blue, in verse 42, he's talking about ministry to who? Children. By the way, as we look through other scriptures here a little bit, 
when, when people would bring uh, children and infants to, to the Lord Jesus Christ, who was the first one to jump in the way and try to shoo them off? It was the disciples. And the disciples, they didn't want those children bothering the master. They didn't want those children pestering him. They didn't want them there. They didn't want them in the way. Go away. Okay? Um, we, we find even in the feeding of the 5,000, uh, the Lord, he walks over to, uh, you know, to an evangelist. And he says, you know, how do we feed these people? And, uh, you know, he's, he, he, he doesn't have a clue how we're going to do this. And uh, one of the disciples walks and he finds a little boy. And he said, there's a lad here with a little lunch. Okay? He had no faith in the fact that the, that, that the Lord could do anything with a boy with a little lunch looking at that mass of people. But that little boy had full confidence that the Lord Jesus Christ could do something because, you say, how, how it doesn't say that he does. Oh, he gave his lunch. Right. He realized that God could take that lunch and do something with it. The evangelist and the, and the, and the disciple couldn't do, couldn't do that. All right? But that little boy had that. All right? But I want to look at that a little bit. We, uh, we find another very famous drink at the uh, uh, Jesus at the well, dealing with the Samaritan woman. And uh, in that drink, it's kind of interesting as the dialogue goes back and forth between the Lord Jesus Christ and the woman there. And uh, she was thinking of a temporal drink. She was thinking of a drink that quenches the thirst for just a, a moment. But the Lord, as we know, was talking about an eternal drink, a drink that would quench a spiritual thirst for eternity. So two different kinds of drinks going on, a famous drink. But I want to look at this uh, this morning in, in, in an example. And again, as we find in Matthew chapter 18, I alluded to it just a minute ago. I'll cover this just a second and then we'll pray. But... Uh, uh, as, as children are brought to him, and Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 18, verses 2 through 6, uh, says at the same time the disciples uh, the time came, uh, the disciples unto Jesus saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily I say unto you, except you be, uh, you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whosoever shall offend one of these little ones, uh, which believe in me, it, would be, it, were, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. And we find uh, many times in Matthew, Mark, uh, and we find it in Luke, and then I think we find the same thing here uh, in, 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 in just that last little run at it in Matthew chapter 10. Let's pray, and I'll finish up. Father, we ask you bless our time this morning. Thank you for uh, these dear folks. And Lord, help us in these days that we live in. Uh, we are living in times that uh, probably most of us sitting here, uh, we, we thought, well, these times will come. We read it in scriptures, uh, 
But I don't know that we were really prepared or really set for things that would happen so quick and so fast and so blatant and so, uh, and so evil in the days in which we live. Lord, I pray that you help us in these areas. Let's speak to our hearts in these areas. And Lord, that we can be encouraged in these areas. We're still here. And we still have opportunities to do something. And I pray, Father, that you would just work in every heart, young and old alike. Uh, and in the subject we're going to look at, help us, encourage us, and, uh, and guide us. Steps of a righteous man are ordered by you. And Father, we need you. And we're needy people. And ask your help. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'd like to look at that cup of cold water. How'd they get a cup of cold water? How'd they do that? They, uh, again, um, I don't think that verse is seasonal. I do not think that verse is geographical. So could a cup of cold water, it gets hot in Israel, by the way. It gets cold in Israel. Okay? Uh, but uh, it, this cup of water isn't given just in the wintertime. This cup of water can be given at what? Any time. So how do you get a cup of cold water in the summer? In Israel. How would you do that? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> you could go to the well, all right? But I want us to think about that. It says, given to who? Doesn't say an adult. Doesn't say just anyone. It is very specific. It says to who? A little one, a child. All right? Now, um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look at a couple of things here. Uh, folks, our younger generation today is quite spoiled. Mm, yeah. Quite spoiled. They are. Okay? Our younger generation today really knows little hardship. Right. Our younger generation today knows nothing really of the term of responsibility, of work, and most of us sitting in this room, when we were children, the world was a whole lot different place. Right. Oh, it was in so, so, so many areas, okay? Yeah. world's not the same today. Right. And by the way, we think it's bad here. Go to Sweden, yeah. okay? Um, by the way, Europe is, 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 is a mess, yeah. all right? Europe is, is way beyond... A whole lot more progressive than where we're at today. Okay? All right. So it's easy for us to see right here where we're at and say, boy, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Can I I can tell you that it's a lot worse than a whole lot of other places. All right? Okay? And so, but our young people today, um, they um, uh, they don't understand. Uh, and, and, by, and, and, I'm, and I'm afraid that our younger generation is really not going to get a useful reality check it today. I just don't think that's going to happen. All right? And you say, why is that? Well, even the generation that's a tad older than the younger generation that's sitting with us right now, um, you've probably seen in the tabloids or on the news that, you know, they just says, I, I don't want to work. I'm not going to work. And I don't want, I don't have to work. All right? And so... We can easily look at that, by the way, and say, you know, so what's the use? What's the point? 
They have a soul. That's the point. And they need to be reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the point. All right? Okay? And so we do need to reach them. And, uh, but this cup of cold water, how'd that happen? So maybe we would have to go to a well. And uh, at the well, you, you, you would say, well, the water would be cold in the well. Actually, the water in the well has multiple temperatures. The warmer water in the well is at the top. Heat rises, okay? A law of physics. Um, so in order to get a cup, uh, to get some cold water, you would have to go below what's called thermocline. Some of you have had, growing up in your childhood, you had the blessing or the pleasantness of, of swimming in a lake or a stream or a river or a creek, okay? Not in a public swimming pool, okay? I'm talking about water you couldn't see beyond that, all right? Because of stuff in the water, okay? All right? And so, uh, and so you've had that pleasure of swimming and it's warm, but you stick your toes way down there and you go, that's cold. That's called thermocline. All right? That's where the cold water is. And you say, so how can you get to that water? It takes a little bit of initiative. It takes a little bit of creativity. All right? You say, well, how can you get it? So what you have to do is you have to get the bucket and get it full of top water. All right? Now you can get that bucket to sink. All right, and so you have to let that bucket sink then down there to where you think that thermocline is and, and, and get that bucket down there. And, uh, and what you have to do is now you have to wait a little while. You say, why is it? Well, you can't dump the bucket out down there. All right, you can't dump it out and get some more. It doesn't work that way. You say, what do you have to do? You just have to let that bucket stay down there for a while. It's going to take you some time. And what happens? Warm what? rises. All right? And so when that warm water in that bucket rises, moves to the surface, okay, nature hates a vacuum, it's going to fill itself back up with what? Cold water. You know what? It's going to take some time. It's going to take some initiative. It's going to take some creativity. It's going to take some thought. It's, uh, or maybe uh, someone here, they're not going to go get that bucket of cold water themselves. Maybe they're going to pay somebody to do that. Maybe they're going to tell a child, go do that. I don't know. But the, fo- the, the, the point is, it's not just going to happen. Can't go to the refrigerator. Can't go to the, uh, the, uh, the, the water dispenser and get a hot drink or a cold drink. All right? No, didn't have any of that. And so, uh, the, but anybody... According to this scripture, anybody can give that drink, right? right? Anybody can give that drink, whosoever will. This room is full of whosoever's. So anybody in this room can what? Give that drink. To who? A child. All right? We're there? Okay. Uh, and so, but now then we, we deal with... Does a child want to drink? Yeah. Yay. <laughs> okay. 
I want to talk about that drink for just a little bit. Folks, the world today is actively engaged in giving our youth a drink. Actively engaged. You know, we see a whole lot of things going around us. How many of you have fallen prey to woke? I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to say this dogmatically, but I, I just have a, a gut feeling that there's possibly two in this room who are falling prey to woke. Yep. Okay. And I'm probably just real accurate on that. To woke, uh, to wokeism. How about how many of you falling prey to genderism? I got a feeling there's probably there, there's two very likely candidates in this room this morning who are easily prey for all that. I'm sure they've probably heard it. Okay? And can I tell you, you know what? Wokeism in general, it's not focused at you. It is not. We do know who it's focused to, don't, don't we? Yes, we do. Okay? All right? No doubts about that. And so, but they're, they're, they're giving them a drink. So I want us to think if we was to give a, a child a drink, I want us to imagine a dish tub, okay? Now, I want us to look at the water in that dish tub, and, and I know that all of you have had this. Maybe you've had spaghetti the night before. And maybe for whatever reason you got in a hurry and maybe you put some water in the sink and, and you put some of those uh, spaghetti dishes in there in that sink and, and you come back the next morning and you are unpleasantly surprised. Very unpleasantly surprised by very, very cold water. But... And, and you look at that and you look inside and, and you can see some noodles floating around there. You, you see a, 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 a red, oily grease ring around your sink. Maybe you had some mixed vegetables also. And you, maybe you see a, some corn in there. Maybe some... It, 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 are, are you getting... You've all seen that, haven't you? I want you right now this morning to think of the nastiest, the nastiest sink water you can possibly imagine. You got, you got a picture of that? And then a child says to you, may I have a drink? The world says, absolutely, you may. And the world doesn't get out a, a nice cup for, you know, they are irresponsible. They just might break my nice glass. Uh, we, we, we do understand that, you know, <laughs> they're just children. And the world says, you know, we will give them a drink. Here's a drink the world's giving them. They, they, they take that dishwater. It's, it's, it's putrid. It's vile. If you drank it, it would make you extremely sick. 
it would upset you terribly. It would leave a horrid taste in your mouth. It would upset your belly. And that is a drink the world gives. You say, but they, they, they would never drink anything like that. Oh, you're right. You're right, they wouldn't, would they? They would look at that and say, they'd be repulsed by that, wouldn't they? Of course they would. They have more intelligence than that, right? By the way, the world likes to do everything indisposable because at the end of the day, they really are disposable, aren't they? We are moving towards that. Humanity is becoming disposable. In some countries, that already is law that they can make certain individuals disposable. You say, so how do they, do they, you think they really do that? Oh, yes, I, I, I think that's the drink they're giving them today. But the world is very, very intelligent. The world takes that yuck and they, they, they make it tantalizing. The, the, the world takes their, their nasty, sickening, putrefying, horrid, unhealthy, terrible drink. But they, 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 they put it in a container that's attractive. They, 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 they mix it into a solution that is addicting. They, 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 they make it a, a, a color that they, they, they just got to have it, need it, want it. Years and years and years ago, um, uh, some family members of ours, they, they had gone to a Starbucks and uh, they, uh, they had their, their little uh, granddaughter with them, little bitty thing. And they're all, all these adults and stuff, they're sitting around drinking Starbucks and stuff, and, and she's, you know, uh, they're laughing and enjoying themselves, and to this little girl, it's like, you know, this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what coffee's all about, but, but um, yeah. Well, one of those people, they, they, they drink, they drink uh, a little coffee with their cream and sugar and, and hazelnut flavorings and all that kind of stuff. It's not coffee, it's a dessert, okay? <laughs> And, uh, and somebody took one of their little teeny Starbucks cups and poured a little bit in there and gave it to that little girl. And that little girl tasted it and, and drank and went, and eyes were opened, you know? And it was all done. And the little girl saying, I need it. <laughs> okay? No, she didn't need it. She what? Wanted it. Okay? Folks, here's what the world's doing. They've taken that water and they've, they, they've done something to it to make it so, abs- they, they, they've got to have it. They've got to have it. Now, I'm going to put in a little ad here. Folks, you would do yourself a whole lot of good if you did not drink soft drinks. Okay? All right? Okay. There, that's the commercial for there. But you say, really, that's not as bad as you say it is. 
I want to take something off of here. I'm not going to read you the ingredients of this, um, except for one. The last ingredient in this is yellow number five. Okay, yellow number five is called tartrazine. Tartrazine, when it is manufactured, the company that makes yellow number five, tartrazine, when they deliver it to uh, PepsiCo or Coca-Cola, whoever it is that bottles Mountain Dew, it comes in a container and has skull and crossbones on it. I'm not a, you look it up if you like. Uh, what do they call it? Fact check me. It's called tartrazine. And here's what it says on the label. Poisonous. And cannot be made non-poisonous. And that's in every bottle of Mountain Dew. The world is taking this and everything they do and they make it into a form like this. Every time somebody drinks this, it is toxic. It is poisonous. And I'm not just making fun of the fact that it's sugar and all that kind of stuff. No, it is poisonous. Read it on the label. Now, that's the kind of drink the world's giving. And, 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 and our youth out there think that's okay. That's all right. That's, it may not be the best, but it's, it's, it's not going to hurt me. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I want it and I need it. Okay? But the world, its drink is turbid, but it's tolerable. It's touched with fact and fantasy. Have you ever read the book, uh, The Pied Piper of Hamelin? You ought to read it. It's a good, good, uh, good bedtime reading for your children. No. <laughs> okay? You should read the book, The Pied Piper of Hamelin. Okay? I think that you can see some very, very strong connections in the time that we live in today. So, the Bible tells us in the book of Jude, it says, of some have what? Compassion making a difference. So what kind of drink should we give? Well, first off, the vessel ought to be a nice one. Amen? It ought to be a clean one. It ought to be a large one. It ought to be an attractive one. You know, we work for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And when we do something, folks, it ought to be the very best that it can be. Amen? Okay, look, uh, I'm not saying... Uh, I, I'm not saying that we run out and we make extra expense and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying that at all. But I think that we ought to do the very best that we can do and never be satisfied with, oh well. Right. Never be satisfied with so-so. 
Never be satisfied with, you know, and, or making excuses for the fact, well, you know, that's the best we got. No, honestly, folks, we always say there's always room for what? Improvement. Okay? And you say, is this going somewhere? It is. Just wait. Okay? It is going somewhere. All right? This is what the world is offering. What do we have to offer? Folks, our youth are under full attack. Yes. Full attack. What are we doing to counter it? Should we not counter attack? Yes. Should, should, should we not dig in? Should we not, um, uh, should not we equip ourselves to deal with this absolutely frontal attack on our youth. Should we not do that? I think we need to, we, 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 we are at war. Don't we see that? We're, we're, we're in spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. It's easy to talk about it. What are we doing about it? We need to attack. We need to reclaim we need to take their territory away from them. And we need to claim territory. And so we have an opportunity to give a drink. And when we give that drink, you know, it's, it says a cold. Sorry, preacher. You have a sandpaper. I'll file those out a little bit later. Okay. Ice. Clean. How many, how many of you are ice chewers? <laughs> don't, don't we love that stuff that comes out of those vending machines? It's ice that you can just munch all day long. All right? Okay. And now we have cups that you can do that. Okay? And we have an opportunity to not just tap water, because we know what's in tap water, right? Chlorine. Fluoride, <laughs> and who knows what else, all right? So we need to give a cup of cool, clear, clean, pleasant water. Anybody thirsty? Get your own. <laughs> I am. <laughs> We both get, I'll, tell, I'll drink on this side, you drink on this side. I get the first, I get the first drink. You come see me later and I'll get you a drink. There you go. I'll put it in here because now it's sweating, all right? So where are we going? You know, to come up with that, I had to go find a glass. To come up with that, I had to go get ice. To come with that, I had to go buy a bottle of water. The message this morning in Sunday school, we put so much emphasis on our sealed homes. We put so much emphasis on my, my well-being. We put so much emphasis on taking care of me. Put so much emphasis on 
my future. Well, most of us sitting in this room, our future is probably not real long. In, 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 in ratio to how many years we've already lived. Yeah. They're just getting started. Right. I want us to think for just a moment decisions that we've had to make. You know, when, when Roe versus Wade came out, um, probably most of us sitting in this room, we were already of an age that we wouldn't have gone that way. But the decisions that these young people are going to face, I think in a very, look, they're already facing some things right now that none of us in this room has said, I wouldn't have anything to do with that. And I think our young people are at least sitting back and saying, maybe it's right. No, it's wrong. But they don't know that. We, 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 we put so much, we invest so much in ourselves, but folks, maybe we need to refocus. Maybe we need to step back and say, how else can I invest my life? Some having what? Compassion. Making what? A difference. So, it took some effort to come up with that. It took some expense to come up with that. It took some time to come up with that. It just didn't happen. And if we're going to reach this generation, we better do some things. And I want to look at two words. First word I want to look at is initiative. You know, it's easy for us to say, you know, we have church, so they should come. The world doesn't think that way today. They do not think that way. So if, 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 if we want them to come, it's going to take our initiative. They're not going to come. They must be brought. They will not learn. They must be taught. All right? And so we need to, we need to put some, some initiative. That word, cold water, required initiative mm-hmm. to get the cold. So I, I, I looked up, you know, the uh, initiative. And uh, let me, real quick, let me get, just go back just a moment. Someone said, you know, you should come up with statistics and things like that. I'm one of those people that likes statistics. But, in, but me liking statistics, folks, one of the easiest ways to lie is with numbers. It is easy to lie with numbers. It's easy to deceive with numbers. Uh, it's easy to discourage with numbers. Oh, yes, I understand. You can be encouraged with numbers, too. Impressed with numbers. I understand that. But I don't think we need statistics today. Folks, just look around. Folks, it is is open, blatant sin. And here's the unfortunate. They don't know that it is. 
Sin has become exceedingly sinful. Sin is something today that people are absolutely blind to sin. They don't see that it is sin. They, they see that everybody else is doing it, so therefore it must be okay. It's not okay. So initiative. Um, the ability to assess and initiate things independently. You know, sometimes... It's easy for folks to say, you know, I'm going to wait. I'm going to kind of wait and see what somebody else is going to do here. That, no. Folks, if you see a need, fill it. If, if, if you see an opportunity, take it. Amen. Don't wait for someone else. Because you know what they're thinking? They're thinking the same thing you're thinking. Amen. They're thinking, you know, maybe... And, and, and what happens when, when, when that takes place? What happens? Nothing. 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 And so initiative. They, uh, it says the power or opportunity to act or take uh, charge before others do. And then I looked up. A, there was a sentence that came along with it. And, and it, it, it stunned me when I read this. It says, we have lost the initiative and allowed our opponents to dictate the subject. I didn't make that sentence up. That came with the definition. Think of it. Let me say, read it one more time. We have lost the initiative and allowed our opponents to dictate the subject. And that's exactly what they're doing. Our adversary, okay, has done that. I looked up some synonyms. Action, push, leadership, drive, vigor, resource, spunk, get up and go. Amen? Spizzerinkdom. That is a word. Fact check me. <laughs> okay? We need some spizzerinkdom. Amen? Hey, you know what? For most of us sitting in this room, our idea of relaxation is kick back in our overstuffed chair with the feet up and a drink easily accessible, whether it be hot or cold, right there. But we don't even have to strain ourselves to get to it. Do you know what their idea of relaxation is? Is, is, is bounce off the walls. <laughs> Thank you very much. I paid her to say that. No. <laughs> we, my wife and I, we work with children. We worked with tens of thousands of children over the years, all right? That's our ministry. And uh, if people say, you know, you, you, you never age. Work with children. They right. keep you young. Yeah. Amen? All right? Okay? Hey, uh, listen, we have found the fountain of youth, all right? It is not some pond in Florida, sorry. <laughs> okay? I wonder how many ponds Ponce de Leon jumped in to find out if that really was the right place or not. What, did he drown in Florida? I don't know, okay, all right? Trying out fountains of youth, and it was a fountain of death. But anyway, okay, boy, they have lots of fountains, too. If you jump in them, there ain't no bottom in it, all right? But uh, they, uh, uh, we, uh, so working with kids, I think, is the fountain of youth. You know what we need to do? We need to invest our time. Whatever time we have left, all right? And, and, and I know people say, you know, children are not attracted to me. Can I tell you why most children are not attracted to people? 
is the truth of the matter is they don't want them attracted to them. Right. Why? Today's child's different. Most of us sitting in this room, we're accustomed to, even if maybe not in total, but even in part, children should be seen and not heard. Amen. Okay? And, and today's child is seen and is heard. All right? And, 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 and today's child has been totally convinced and that the fact of the matter is is they have the right to tell you so. Okay? We understand that. Do we like that? No. Okay? Do we like the rudeness? No. Do we like the mess? No. Do we like the irresponsibility? No. Do we like all those things? No. Do we like all the trappings and trimmings that comes with that? No, we do not. But what are we going to do about it? Right. It's one thing to say, I don't like it. It's one thing to say, it is there. And it is there. What are we going to do to change it? Amen? Right. It's, it's like a little boy one day. He was, and, and people say, are you kidding me? It, the, it's too big. There's a little boy one day, there had been a terrible, terrible, terrible storm. And the, and the storm was over and it was cleared. And, and, and uh, one of the, the aftermaths of the storm, this beach was covered with literally millions of starfish. And this little boy was observed by this older gentleman. An older gentleman watched him for quite some time. A little boy, his dog running around up and down the beach. And a boy picking up starfish. He'd pick up a starfish and he'd take it and he'd throw it out in the water. Finally, this old man couldn't stand it. And he went to the little boy and says, young man, he said, what are you doing? He said, I'm rescuing starfish. And the man said, son, look up and down this beach. He said, you really think you're going to make a difference? And the little boy said, well, I don't know if I can make a difference for all of them. But he picked up a starfish and he said, but I made a difference with that one. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen? Find your one. Amen. Invest your life. In one. And I think you'll get more than one. Yes. We work with children all the time. We work, we work with the same children that we're repulsed by. You say, you must be very patient. Nope. Yeah, you must really like being around them. Nope. Yep. Why? Because I like being with them because it is an opportunity to really reach somebody who's not so busy that they have time. They're, 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 yeah, I know, they, 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 they seem, we seem to think they have a lot going on, but they don't. They're simply being entertained and amused. We can deal with a group of people who, their life, yep, they have, there are some things in children's lives today that is a, it, it, it's shocking. But at the same time, they don't have a full life of baggage and the memories and the heartaches and the hurts that most of us in this room do through life. They're still pretty young yet. 
You know, it's an opportunity to see a life changed. We just got a text from a, from a father yesterday, day before, I can't remember. We were just in a church here, uh, spent a few weeks recently, and their youngest son, not saved. Old enough a long time ago to be saved. All right, good church, good family, good siblings. Excellent opportunity. But this little boy, for whatever reason, it was no. We just got a text and said, praise God, our son has just trusted Christ as his Savior. And here's what they said. They said, Gears, thank you for your investment. Some, what? I think compassion making what? A difference. Folks, you can do that too. And so it takes initiative. We need to spend our time, our talents, and our treasures. And the last word I want to look at is enthusiasm, and I'm almost done. Promise, guaranteed, or no money back. Intense and eager enjoyment. People ask us, do you like what you do? Yes. We like the ministry that we're in. Okay? And uh, I looked up some synonyms for enthusiasm. Ardor, fervor, passion, zeal, intense emotion, compelling action. And in the book of Matthew, chapter 541, it says, And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go what with him? What? Twain. The law was, if a Roman soldier came and said, pick up my load, by law, that man had to carry his load for a mile. But at the end of that mile, He'd throw that load down and walk off and done. God said, go the second mile. You're, you, you have to do the first. The second, your choice. wonder what that would have done to a Roman soldier. Somebody took that load. And the Roman says, well, your, your, your mile's done. Your time's done. Stay here. Dump it. I'll carry it from here. And a guy says, no, I'll go another mile with you. Or maybe even a third. Or maybe even a fourth. I wonder what that would have done to that Roman soldier. Heaping coals of fire on his what? Head. Because that Roman soldier knows that as a people, that guy hates him. Mm-hmm. And probably for good reason. All right? Ecclesiastes 9.10. Watch with the hand, find, do it, doeth with thy might. Okay? And so, folks, we have an opportunity to invest in somebody where you can really see a return on your investment. We don't see it much in adults. We don't see it much in teenagers. We don't see it much in other, in folks, but we do see it in who? Children. We do see that. The person, um, when Jesus had been crucified, he's risen, he's finishing up his earthly ministry, uh, he builds a fire on a beach and he's cooking some fish and the disciples, by the way, Peter, Peter's the one that says, I'm done, I quit, I'm going fishing and left the ministry and went back to his secular work as a fisherman. And they fished all night and the next morning they're there and somebody said, who is that? And somebody said, it's the Lord. Who is the first one to the beach? Peter. And as Peter, as, as the disciples are sitting there, they're having breakfast, and, uh, and the Lord walks over to Peter, and he says, Peter, lovest thou me more than these? What did Peter answer him? Yes, Lord, you know that I do. 
And what did Jesus say to him? Feed my lambs. And then he asked him twice more. He said, feed my sheep. What are lambs? Baby sheep. Okay? Train up a child in the way you should go. You know, we have that saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's hard to teach the older. But I'm telling you, it's easy to teach the younger. They are teachable. They are reachable. They are capable. They are keepable. Can I tell you, if you train a child to be a soul winner, them, they, they, they make, they're not intimidated. They're not. All right? You can teach children to be soul winners, and they can reach people. Little, little Esther. Uh, when my wife and I first met little Esther, she, she was, what, three? Okay, we got off the subway, the F train at the 169th Street uh, um, subway drop-off place and walked out, went around the corner, church van there, preacher picked us up. He left New York City, his daughter, three-year-old daughter sitting in a van around the corner out of his sight right there in New York City. He said, it's so unsafe. It's safer there than maybe here. <laughs> and so, but we opened up the side door and there's this little three-year-old little girl. She's got on a red, long wool coat. She has little black patent shoes, little white, little ruffly, ruffly little socks. She's got on a pair of white gloves she has on a white, long, fluffy dress. She's sitting in a car seat. Her legs are crossed, and, 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 she, and she has her hands in her lap. The door opens, and she turns, and she looks at me, and she says, And what are you looking at? <laughs> I like this girl. <laughs> I want my son to marry her. <laughs> He's only 12 years older than her, but, you know, she'll catch up. Anyway, I, and so... Uh, anyway, little Esther. So we are working in the church there. They're on Hillside Avenue. In Hillside Avenue, you open the storefront. You, you, you step out that door. You walk five paces. And if you don't look, you just got hit by a bus. Okay? Tens of thousands of automobiles and people and stuff go past that church every day. People in New York City walk a lot. And so... Every time we go there, and little three-year-old Esther, I, gra I grab some gospel tracks and said, come on, Esther, we're going to go hand out tracks. And so they let her go out that door, New York City, people going everywhere. And, and I, I, hand out, I like handing out gospel tracks there. By the way, I can give out more gospel tracks in New York City than I can in a whole lot of other places that you would think in the Bible Belt. All right, and so any and I told Esther, I said, "Now, Esther, if somebody doesn't take a track from me, get them." And so we're handing out tracks, and 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 so, and and I'd say, "Esther, get them." Esther would run down the street. She would pull on skirts. She would pull on trousers, and they would stop. They wouldn't take it from me. They'd stop and turn and look at her, and she'd go, and they'd take a gospel track from Esther. Amen? Yeah. You know what? A little child sitting on grandpa's lap can give him the gospel. Won't take it from daughter. Won't take it from son. But we'll take it from a granddaughter. We'll take it from a grandson. Amen. 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 Okay? They can reach children at school 
we'll never reach. They'll invite people from school that we can't. They're keepable. They're our future. They're our responsibility. And what is the pay? uh, The Lord Jesus Christ says here, he shall in no wise lose his what? Reward. Reward. The Bible says that our fruit might what? Remain. Remain. Folks, can I challenge you with this? Let's go after the children. You say, how do we do that? You know, well, first off, I'd say, God, I don't know how to do this. I want to do this. Help me do this. We need to go after the children. Amen? Amen? You guys need some messes here. You guys need some noise here. Amen? Amen? Amen. You need that. And I realize, you know, I'm sitting here, okay, nah. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm not a youngster, all right? Okay, I'm 71. So I'm, uh, and, and, and we're still out there. And we're still going after it. And uh, it just, it happens a little slower now. Amen. But we're still doing it. We need to reach this generation. And I'm done. There is... In scriptures, it says there is a generation that will just open its arms to the Antichrist. I don't think we're there yet. I don't. Folks, I think very soon there will be a generation. We need to reach him. We need to reach him. Amen? Amen. Amen. You, you need some children. Yeah. You do. You do. Yeah. Well, they ain't going to just come. That's right. You got to go get them. Yeah. Amen? Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for its truth. We thank you for its encouragement. Thank you for its help. We just ask God that you bless and Lord that you direct in these areas and these things. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Preacher. Stand